Hey everybody, welcome to the Crypto Masters Podcast, helping the general public master an understanding of crypto assets. My name is Brian McCoy. My name is Ross Eaton. And we are the Crypto Masters. blockchain designed to be developer friendly for games apps and related assets so we'll discuss whether or not we will go with the flow oh i like it brian and <laughs> hey we're in my wheelhouse today because gap uh, i just combined gap <laughs> i just combined games and apps together but games <laughs> and apps are you know what i do that is that is your thing so, so hey as a yeah. quick reminder we're we're here to give you some information to help you decide if you want to invest in the crypto assets that we discuss. Um, we're typically not into sort of short-term um, trading. We're sort of long-term um, traders. So we like to give the, the big picture whether we think something's investable. But... No, absolutely. <laughs> we, we want to um, provide information about different crypto assets to allow you, the listener, to make your own investment decisions. This is not... not this is not financial advice, that was, people. That was the but. It's yes. not financial advice. Yes, this right. is not. So, you know, you've got the power to go and make your own investment decisions. Do your own research. We've done research yes. here, and we're going to then, you know, now reveal that to you. But then you take this as part of your research and decide. Yeah, just go with the flow. So, flow <laughs> is a lower cap project. So, we're going to take a deep dive into the market cap ratings. Um, right now, uh, Flow is outside of the top 100 at the time of this broadcast, but it does have a big name behind it, and that is Dapper Labs. So if you've been in crypto for several years, you probably remember CryptoKitties. I mean, it's still going. Oh, but, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but in 2017, it became famous or infamous for essentially shutting down the mighty Ethereum network. Um, became that popular. So, yep. and Dapper Labs was the creator of CryptoKitties, and then more recently, it's created NBA Top Shot, um, an NFT platform that is doing very well. So, you know, but now Flow is jumping into, so it's known for those things, mm -hmm. the NFTs really, but now it's jumping into layer one blockchain arena, competing with Ethereum, Cardano, EOS, Tron, and all the other layer ones. Absolutely. And um, Dapper Labs is also known for its large capital backers, uh, venture capital backers, that is, such as Andresen Horovich, uh, invested in Facebook and Lyft. Uh, you might have heard of them. Uh, Union Square Ventures, which invested in Twitter, Etsy, and Coinbase. Might have heard of those. I don't know. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of well-known investors behind this project yeah. um, that the, that have their hands in um, some very success, uh, successful companies before Flow. Right. Yeah. So, so the big names, I mean, Dapper Labs has become a big name as well. And um, it, it seems like what happened was they, they were successful with some of their NFTs with CryptoKitties and NFT Top Shot specifically. Oh, yeah. And they, they, they learned some stuff from that and decided to, to make their own blockchain. So that's what we're going to look into here today. So let's get into the nuts and bolts of the Flow blockchain. So we see a few main attributes of the project that the team claims make it a bit different. Uh, one is multi-row 
multi-role architecture regarding its consensus mechanism, which allows for scaling without the use of sharding. All right, so number two is the Cadence programming language. And then number three is that it promises easier consumer onboarding. That's kind of what we've decided was the three main um, aspects of it that the team claims makes them different, makes them better. Yep, those are definitely the big ones here. Right. So. so Ross, you're the programmer. I'm going to discuss, I'll discuss the consensus mechanism and you can discuss the programming language. All right, let me jump in. So as we've discussed before, the consensus mechanism for a blockchain is what gives, us, gives it its security. Independent nodes have to come to a consensus, and this is then part of the decentralization. It's part of the security. And I'm going to discuss what, um, what Flow calls its multi-role architecture. And the way I view this is I make the analogy to the division of labor. Okay. Oh, I like it. So in a traditional blockchain, the ones that we know and have talked about, every node stores the entire state of the blockchain, the account balances, smart contract code, etc. And then every node performs all of the work associated with processing every transaction on the chain. So this is, according to Flow, this is analogous to having a single worker build an entire car. So again, we're into the... Uh, sort of the uh, Henry Ford uh, division of labor. So I've heard of that guy. Yeah. So what the <laughs> flow does is they kind of, they call uh, pipelining. Um, they apply that to blockchains by separating the jobs of a validator node into four different roles. Collection, consensus, execution, and verification. And the separation of labor between nodes is vertical so it's across different validation stages for each transaction rather than horizontal across, across different transactions as with sharding. Mm -hmm. so, so they really want to make the distinction between what, what they do and sharding. Oh, yeah. They okay. do. They're, not a, they're not fans of sharding. No, they're <laughs> not. What I've seen, right. so. So, so in other words, every validator node participates in the validation of every transaction, and that's different than sharding. But they do so only at one of the stage, sort of their, their stage of specialization. They can therefore specialize and increase the efficiency of their particular stage of focus, which I'll talk about now. So this, allow, this allows flow to scale thousands, they say thousands of times higher throughput and lower cost while maintaining a shared execution environment for all operations on the network. And again, it avoids sharding because sharding, they say, saddles the hardest part of scaling on the blockchain onto the developers rather than the protocol level. So they say, we're going to take that burden and not put it on the developers because they try to emphasize their friendliness to developers. And I'll let you talk about that. Oh, yeah. So the four types of nodes, here's what they do. Instead of one node doing everything, you, you if you're a node operator on... A flow, you, you are in one of these four categories. Consensus nodes, that's one. They decide the presence and order of transactions on the blockchain. Mm -hmm. Execution nodes perform the computation as associated with each transaction. Verification nodes are responsible for keeping execution nodes in check, so kind of double-checking the execution nodes. Yeah. And then four, the collection yeah. nodes enhance network connectivity and data availability for dApps. So again, it's kind of a division of labor. I say Henry Ford would like this project. And I like it. It is a different approach. I think they saw 
with CryptoKitties and with NBA Top Shot, um, you know, they were able to sort of analyze how the blockchains work. And they thought, you know, why don't we divide it up like this? And I, it sounds like a good approach. So, Ross, yeah. what about the programming language? Yeah, so I have to say Flow has got um, one of the more exciting programming languages I've seen in the blockchain space and maybe just in general. Um, but this is called Cadence. Um, it's a high-level language, um, of course, created by Flow, and it's intended for smart contract development um, and, of course, aiding in NFT development. Um, but now I'm just going to go into some brief aspects of Cadence. Um, but, hey, stay with me here because um, from an invest investing standpoint these as these aspects are a big deal yeah this is one um, of their differentiators so i think we need to get into it yeah definitely um but the goal for developing the cadence programming language was to give the developer um tools to easily develop smart contracts for flow so for example if you wanted to create an nft a non-fungible token um, using Solidity, the developer would have to keep track of a lot of things, um, such as duplication errors. You know, you have to have, you know, it's a non-fungible token. You, you can't just create duplicates and, you know, obviously allow malicious people to try to duplicate, um, for example, your crypto kitty, your prized uh, crypto kitty. No. Um, yeah, you would hate that. <laughs> but it, it, it does upset Brian. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think crypto kitties um, is cool. Oh, yeah. No, me too. Um, but yeah, you know, so this is a lot of stuff. So if, you know, you're programming on Solidity on Ethereum, you would have to manage yourself as a developer. Um, and again, that's no fault to Solidity. That was, um, pre NFT era in a way, in a way. So, um, but yeah, uh, the, the cadence programming languages gives the developer tools to allow them to, uh, quickly create a token object, if you will, and not worry about it being duplicated. Um, it is built right into the language. Um, so it's not only helpful for developer, but, but aids in securing Flow's network, obviously. So, um, you know, the developer couldn't accidentally miss something and then tokens are being created like crazy and that exposes issues. Uh, you see where I'm going here. Yeah. Um, but so, for example, um, just to kind of relate this back to the real world stuff, um, how Cadence kind of helps the developer with the Flow um, platform, if you will. Um, you know, when smartphones came out, um, developers needed a way to code applications easily. So, you know, companies like Apple and Google create own programming language. Um, well, Apple later on did, but, you know, they created s the Swift mobile programming languages. So, for example, you could easily access the camera on the phone. Um, and that's kind of what Cadence is doing for the Flow platform. It allows you, the developer to easily, um, you know, create NFTs, stuff like that. I'm kind of beating the dead horse here, but... So, if I had to make a loose comparison, Solidity is um, like a normal car, you know. Um, so the Ethereum language. Solidity, yes, Solidity yeah. is the, the Ethereum. Yeah. Thank you, thank you for that, Brian. So, um, for example, it's like a normal car, and the developer has to, or the driver has to maintain and stay in their lane. If they're navigating somewhere, they have to know which turns to make. Um, but Cadence on Flow is more like a fully electric car, or a uh, a self-driving car, let's say, um, developer doesn't have to worry, or the driver doesn't have to worry about staying in their lanes or where they're going. They can just punch it in the console, say, hey, I want to go here. And the car manages that, you know, annoying stuff about staying in your lane and, um, you know, managing resources, stuff like that. Um, so again, coming full circle, why do you care about this as an investor? You know, we're kind of um, catering our podcast for beginners before beginning investors. 
um, well, if more developers see this programming smart con, see that programming smart contracts on Flow is easier, um, then you'll see more programs, more um, you know NFT platforms, games, um, flocking to this plo- <laughs> to this Flow um, platform. Um, so of course, more people using Flow, uh, more um, applications on there, the price should go up. So this is why that's all important. And that's, that's really, um, just the last thing I'll say here, Brian, that's really kind of my pro tip is if you're, um, curious about how a platform is going to do, um, you can kind of do some research, um, about the developer community behind a certain language and see if they're, they're happy, if there's a lot of resources, because that's directly linked to, you know, how well the coin or token is going to do. Yeah, for sure. It really can't be overemphasized how important developers are to the success of a platform. I mean, they create the stuff that is actually used by the public, so it's super important. Yeah. All right, let me jump into a little bit about the tokenomics, and maybe we should call it coinomics because Flow is actually a coin, but we won't. It's tokenomics. (laughs) (laughs) So as sort of usual, I would say the Flow coin is used uh, for fees for transactions on the blockchain. It's also used to reward the various validators and node operators that I talked about before, you know, the typical stuff on, on what the coin or the token is used for mm-hmm. in, in a platform. So the numbers now, there are now around 42 million flow in circulation out of a total max supply of 1.34 billion. So I'll say that again, 42 million in circulation out of 1.34 billion. That is... Three percent. That's what I got in my head. Three percent. <laughs> so yikes to that. Um, so some of these uh, are allocated for staking rewards. You know, as as sort of usual, some of the supply is, is sold to uh, to retail investors, and others are allocated for staking awards. But I will say here that a massive boatload was allocated to the development team, to pre-launch backers, and to Dapper Labs. So. Um, really not a good picture for the tokenomics, and we'll touch on that some more later. No, absolutely. Um, so to go into, um, or as I've already mentioned, the Flow blockchain was developed by Dapper Labs, which is the same team that created the famous or maybe infamous CryptoKitties platform. <laughs> if you're from Ethereum, you'll call it infamous. Yeah. Um, but currently, Dapper Labs is led by its founder and CTO, Dieter Shirley, Hope I'm saying all these names right, by the way. And it's co-founder and CEO, Roham Gary Gozlu. Nice. Yeah, I hope that's right. (laughs) We'll call him Roham. (laughs) Yeah, we'll say Roham from here on out. So Dittier has developed a specialty in shaping the first waves of emerging technologies. Um, He's most recently co-founded CryptoKitties, of course, and authored the ERC721 proposal that defined the non-fungible tokens on Ethereum. Um, before CryptoKitties, Didier was a uh, chief architect at Exeom Zen. Um, so yeah, he's uh, well-known in the crypto space and very successful in tech. Um, yep. But Roham is a co-founder of Dapper Labs and Flow, of course. He holds a bachelor's degree in economics and dual bachelor's and master's degrees in bio- biological sciences from Stanford University. Uh, heard that's a pretty good school. Um, prior to Dapper Labs, Roham was founder and CEO of that Exeom Zen, also mentioned previously. 
Um, and they've partnered, um, they, Dapper Labs, have partnered with NBA, um, USC, um, and, and as well as Warner Music Group and game developer Ubisoft. Um, so they have big, some big games. Yeah, huge, huge games. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So these are, these are not small players here. No, major. Um, and, you know, in the crypto world, you often, uh, this is just a quick note here, we often see a lot of talk about good projects and they're on their website. You know, it's almost like this marketing um, I call it war to see who can market their tech or platform better. So, um, a good indication for me is, is if this platform or tech is good as if they have the big name sponsors and partners. And that that's definitely the case here. So. Right. Well, I mean, crypto kitties was kind of something they, they invented and, you know, became very successful, but NBA top shot is very, uh, successful as well. Yeah. That one's huge. Um, and, and they haven't done, I, I, I understand the UFC thing has been, uh, postponed or something, but they have some partnership with them, and that obviously could be huge as well. Yeah. So another, the top shot of USC. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So another aspect of flow that it emphasizes and that I find interesting is what it calls consumer-friendly onboarding. So flow has promised that it can deliver payment on-ramps for users that are designed for mainstream usage. And they talk about two features that ensure that DApp users never lose access to their accounts, or assets that are assets, and those are human readable security and smart user accounts. I don't think the details of those two features are really needed for this podcast. I, I looked into it. There wasn't really an easy, uh, understandable explanation. But I think the point is that, you know, Flow is trying to improve user on-ramps, and that mm -hmm. is definitely something that the crypto space, you know, could benefit if they're successful in that. Okay, Absolutely. so that is kind of our overview of, um, of flow. And so it's time for final thoughts. Absolutely. Well, one thing before final thoughts, Brian, okay. as I'll say, if you were to buy flow, where would you get oh, yeah, it? And that's in the U.S. Okay. Um, I'd say Huobi, uh, Kraken, Coinless, and OKX are kind of those, you know, where you can get in the U.S. There's some outside the U.S., but of course we're... I mean, on those, Kraken would be the one that I think for U.S. Can you get on the others? I don't know about. That's I don't know. Right. I don't know about Coinlist. OKEX. I yeah. don't know if American yeah. citizens can Honestly, get on. Honestly, I use Kraken out of those. Yeah. If I were to use one of those, so right, that, right. That's a very trusted one. But so. our our uh, listeners in other countries, you know, OKEX is a very big one, and and so is uh, Huobi. Yeah. Um, so, but it looks like no Binance, you know, no Coinbase, so not some of the major ones, but. Yeah, it's, and that's you know probably its explanation for being outside the top hundred. Yeah, you know, or at least be. one of, one of the aspects. That's true. Yeah. Could be. All right. Um, so yeah, final, final thoughts. thoughts. Final thoughts. You want me to start? Yeah, bring it on, Brian. Bring it Let's on. See. All Let's right. See. What's what you got? Okay, so I really like their approach to scalability and consensus. This division of labor concept, you know, makes just sense to me conceptually. Um, I you know I I know they have the experience with their. Their projects like Crypto Kitties and um, NBA Top Shot, and so, you know, I think they saw what was happening with there, where the bottlenecks were, and they created this division of labor uh, concept to to address that. So I really like that. Trying new things, you know, competition yep. in um, crypto, just like everything, makes everything better. So absolutely, yeah, I really like that. I'm, I agree with you there. I don't know the. Uh, um, how successful they've been with the consumer-friendly onboarding, but just the fact that they're trying to achieve it is another thing that the industry 
really needs. Um, so again, I, I can't really comment on it. I haven't been able to get my hands dirty with it, but um, you know, the attempt e even is very welcome. So I like those things um, about it. Sounds like the tech is good. I did hear, I mean, just to be fair, I, I, I understood <laughs> and read about in our, during our research that you know, during the height of the N NFT craze, really a couple of months ago in, in early 2021, yeah, okay. um, that they actually had some, you know, some issues where they had to limit the number of, um, I, I guess, top NBA top shot, um, you know, cards or, or whatever the correct term is that, that could be um, sort of purchased by, by any one person. So, they, yeah. they, I think it was a sort of a congestion issue for them, which is a little bit ironic. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but anyway, um, and you know, I don't, you know, maybe that's perfectly understandable. But I, I think it was worth mentioning. Um, and the other thing is, and this is totally separate from the blockchain, but uh, Dapper Labs has its own wallet, and I have heard some criticisms of that wallet by people who've used it. I have not used it. Yeah. So again, I like the uh, the, the tech seems really good. But to me, the tokenomics are putrid. Ooh, he's Repul fired up here, Repulsive, <laughs> horrid, vomit-inducing. Ooh. Okay, have I made my point here? It's getting uh, hot in here. I would, here. Here's my example. You know, um, you remember the movie um, Black Panther where that the fictional country had that uh, uh, some element that they discovered in their country called vibranium, I think it was oh, yeah. called, uh -huh. and it allowed them to do all this stuff. If a company had the exclusive right to vibranium, then maybe these tokenomics would make sense. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's how um, unbelievably bad these tokenomics are. I mean, the the insiders and the VC um, companies uh, just you know got a massive amount, and they can dump it on the market at any time. Only three percent has been issued. The inflation rate is just astronomical. The only thing I can think of is they were hoping people wouldn't read this. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I hate to be so harsh, but yeah. So maybe it sounds to me like it's very good and usable. If you want to make in NFTs, you want to be a developer for NFTs. This might uh -huh. be a good platform. But most really, our audience who we're talking to are investors, and not not investment advice, but run and hide. Oh, hard pass for me. What about you, Ross? Wow. <laughs> Wow, that's uh, hard to go behind. <laughs> well, thank you for your uh, uh, truthful words there, Brian. Um, <laughs> it's hard to say, but I really like this project. <laughs> as a software well, developer, I don't mind the project. Yeah, yeah. As a software developer, um, I love to see the care and thought put towards the, the developers themselves. Um, as a developer learning a new, new language, um, it is massively frustrating um, to not have good documentation and examples and things to help you out, you know? Um, so that, that's one thing that kind of hit me right in, right in the feels, uh, my developer feels, if you will. Um, but yeah, I, I, um, I gotta agree on the tokenomics with you, Brian. It's pretty, yeah, it's wild. I mean, 3%, um, have been issued so far. So it's like, you know, what the heck is going to happen from yeah. here on out? Um, but man, the, the tech here is awesome. I see this as a, uh, developer uh, safe haven, if you will. If you're a developer, um, this is the spot for you. Um, from what I've heard um, about the, you know, cadence, about the tech, uh, it seems like an easy spot to 
get up and running quickly and easily. Um, maybe a spot where you and I, Brian, um, you know, launch something. We'll see. That a lot of stuff in the works here, but yeah, I think that the you know it's undeniable the tokenomics there are just kind of holding it back, and that's you know that I see that one as one of the main reasons. It's uh, yeah. you know, outside of the one hundred. Uh, so, so don't cap. get me wrong. You know, as far as using the. Uh, Using the platform or being a developer on the platform, it sounds it sounds really good. I mean, obviously they're experienced and doing a great job with with the NFTs that they have. Oh yeah, hundred you know, percent. I just don't I'm I don't see it as an investor. <laughs> you know, as I said. I don't, yeah, yeah, and I don't I, need to beat the dead horse. <laughs> no, yeah, and that's one thing I'll say. I will be um, buying some on Kraken uh, here pretty soon, but it's not going to be a large amount. Um, you know, I'm not going to you know invest one of are, my are paychecks. Are you do that in order to develop something? Uh, as an investment. Yeah, I, I'd say down the road, we're you and I are still looking for you know what platform. Uh, we want to launch uh, a little idea we have, maybe down the road. But um, okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't mind using it as a platform. No, for sure. Yeah. And I guess but, we would need some, we need some of the coins to you know to pay the fees. So. No, for sure. No, it, at this point, it's just kind of a buy and hold, see what happens. But it, it's scary that that those that, yeah. that number <laughs> of coins is out there. <laughs> Look into the tokenomics if you're thinking about it. That's all. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, uh, another interesting program. I'm glad. You know, I didn't know much about Flow before we started doing the research. So, you know, I love it. Another. Yeah. This is a new one for me. Yeah. Sure. Well, anyway, guys, hey, we'll be back next week with, a, with another uh, token or coin to discuss. So tune in again. Thanks. Absolutely. And uh, go with the flow. <laughs> Take care, everybody.